Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and as I record this, we're in the throes of music festival season. These multi-day concert art debauchery parties can be a blast, but research shows that they can also be a bummer for your ears. The sheer length of some music festivals. For example, each weekend of Coachella runs three days with 10-plus hours of music every day, plus the widespread use of alcohol and drugs, can inflict serious damage on your hearing with potentially permanent consequences. We spoke with Marshall Chasen, an audiologist from Toronto who specializes in hearing loss prevention for musicians. He says that there's nothing inherently bad about going to the occasional loud concert or cranking your headphones up to max volume to listen to your favorite song, as long as you do it in moderation. That's where three-day music festivals become a problem. There's a point at which all sounds above 85 decibels, equivalent to the dial tone on a telephone, can inflict permanent hearing damage. Exposure to 85 decibels of noise seems harmless enough. But if you listened to a dial tone 40 hours a week for a full year, you'd suffer some level of permanent hearing loss. And if you turn up the volume to 94 decibels, which is about halfway to full volume on an MP3 player, all it would take is five hours a week to damage your hearing. Chasen said, it's the total dose that matters, much like a radiation dose. A single x-ray here and there won't hurt you, but 37 x-rays in a short period could be problematic. Rock music at a live concert can easily reach 110 decibels. At that volume, your ears start to sustain permanent damage after only two minutes of daily exposure. It's especially important to give your ears a rest once they've suffered some short-term hearing loss, that buzzing, ringing, or numbness in your ears after attending a loud concert. There's a recovery period of 16 to 18 hours during which your ears are particularly sensitive to further loud noises. Chasen said, there's nothing wrong with going to a rock concert on Friday night. Just don't mow the lawn on Saturday morning. And be careful about attending yet another rock concert on Saturday. If you don't let your ears rest, there are several ways they can suffer lasting damage. The inner ear is smaller than the tip of your pinky finger and contains the cochlea, a fluid-filled, snail-shaped chamber lined with thousands of hair cells. Prolonged exposure to very loud noises can disturb the fluid in the cochlea so violently that the hair cells bend or break, never to grow back. Another source of permanent hearing damage, says Chasen, lies deeper in the brain, where nerve cells carry signals from the ear to neurons that process the sounds. Growing research shows that overloading those neural pathways with loud noises can disrupt the connection, creating situations where the neurons can't detect the signals coming from the ear. Luckily, the solution to noise-induced hearing loss from music festivals is simple— wear earplugs. Lots of concert goers avoid wearing earplugs because they think it will muffle the music and ruin the experience. But that only applies to the cheap, foamy, disposable kind, which, to be fair, I've had perfectly fine experiences with. However, there are excellent, inobtrusive earplugs on the market that protect the ear from dangerous sound levels without distorting the quality of the music. Professional musicians have been using them for decades. These are designed to evenly lower noise levels, some by as much as 20 decibels, across the hearing spectrum, not just the high frequencies. You can find them for less than $20, and they're reusable forever. Weirdly, drug and alcohol use at music festivals has also been shown to increase the risk of hearing loss. A study out of the Netherlands tracked 51 participants with a mean age of 27 years who attended an outdoor music festival in 2015. Half were given earplugs and half were not. All were advised to refrain from drugs or alcohol so that their hearing could be accurately tested after the four-and-a-half-hour show. As to be expected, not everyone abstained. The resulting data showed that concertgoers who drank beer or used drugs like cannabis or MDMA experienced worse short-term hearing loss. And interestingly, so did male subjects, whether on drugs or not. 
What's not clear from the data is whether the increased hearing loss linked to drugs, alcohol, and being male is biological or behavioral in origin. Chasen, for one, isn't convinced that drugs or male hormones chemically alter the inner ear to make it more susceptible to damage. Patterns of behavior are more likely at play. He said, using alcohol or drugs decreases your ability to self-monitor, so you're more likely to put your head right next to a loudspeaker. Your judgment is off. By the way, as far as professional musicians go, more than half, 52%, of all classical musicians experience hearing loss, compared with only 30% of rock musicians. Chasen says it's a dose thing, with classical musicians exposed to more hours of loud-ish music over their career than rockers. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other rock and topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.